What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. How's everyone out there doing? How was your week? Did you get through the first week of 2021? Right? You're at the holidays. Ah, I don't want to go back to work. And then this week, it's like, hey, it's Friday. Weekend is in sight. And we're here today to help you uh, deep dive handicap. So usually on Fridays, what we do is uh, deep dive handicap on uh, on a game of our choice for the weekend or something like that. But honestly, aside from the NFL, there's not that much going on this weekend. So if you guys want my NFL picks, tune back in Sunday morning for Sunday's quick picks. You can see who I'm on in the NFL uh, uh, playoff games this weekend. But right now, we're going to focus on how to deep dive handicap. I'm going to give you guys a step-by-step process how you should be deep dive handicapping. And if you follow this, you're not going to miss any steps. You'll be able to deep dive handicap any sport you want, anything you want, and get to a nice conclusion. So uh, before we get going, this is a Woos Media Podcast. If you own a business or know anyone who owns a business and want to make the most of your marketing, be it on podcasts or if you want to show up on social media, apps, websites, contact Woos Media. They can start getting you business, and it's really cool. They can decide who your demographic is. If your demographic is... Uh, is females between 25 and 45, they're going to make sure females between 25 and 45 in whatever region you're in are getting your ads. So again, whether it's online or on podcasts, if you want to expand your marketing, get in front of new customers, contact Woo's Media online, W-O-O-Z-E media.com. All right, let's jump right in. This is our deep dive. What should we call this? Um deep dive instructional uh, show. Uh, again, we're going to start from the top, let you guys know how to handicap these games. And look, I understand a lot of you guys out there, Tyler, what the hell is this? We know how to handicap. We know that's great. You know, I'm just going to cover the bases. And this show, what this show is now, right? Because when I first started The Sharp Angle, I wanted to make this show for professionals. You know, I wanted other pros to tune in, listen, start a little community. But what I've realized is the more sports betting is, is becoming more and more popular, across the country, there's a lot of people who are just getting into it. And, and I think the reason why this this podcast has, has done so well at the end of 2020, by the way, thank you guys. You're telling your friends, give us a like on uh, Facebook, follow us on uh, uh, Twitter, things like that. But I mean, I really appreciate the support. And I think part of it is a lot of new people hear the show. They hear that we have good information and they want to be part of that good information. Like, let's face it, there's a lot of bad info out there. And if you guys know how to deep dive handicap, you already are very, you know, you're experts in this. That's great. But this is a show for those who want a refresher or a, just a rundown on how to make sure you're not missing anything with any handicap. All right, so let's start off. There's got to be a way. Number one, I'll, I'll just make this easy. I'll, I'll uh, number the steps here. They are what? Five steps, okay? Step number one is to come up with a starting line, okay? You've got to be able to come up with a line of your own for whatever game you're talking about, okay? So if it's the Nuggets and the Lakers and they're playing in Denver, before you look at anything, before you go online to your sports book, before you do any research, before anything happens, you've got to have a way to come up with your own line and say, oh, this is easy. I think the Lakers should be... I don't know, three-point favorites. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. This is an example, okay? So before any game, you've got to be able to come up with your own line. Now, for me, 
other professionals, people who obviously do this for a living, we use our own systems, right? Most professionals have their own systems and their own uh, uh, kind of models that they use. You know, I have a completely proprietary uh, model for spitting out lines, and that's for hockey, soccer. I've got one for basketball. Um, no one else in the world gets the same lines, the same starting lines that I do, right? So that's an advantage I have as a pro. If you're not a professional and you don't have a an algorithm or a way to come up with your own starting lines, that's okay because there's other resources out there that can help you. Now, let's talk about the NBA because the NBA, I think that if you look at the website, 538.com, right? Not the numbers that you spell it out with words, 538.com. They do NBA predictions, and I, I'll be the first to say, I think 538 is really average in most sports, but I think they're good in the NBA, right? So I stumbled upon this website. I'm sure most of you guys have heard about it or seen it. I'm looking at their rankings and and, and, and their projections, and I followed their NBA projections for the last couple seasons. And I think they do a good job because they have a couple different ways of looking at it. They have an ELO rating, and then they have a player-based rating. And these ratings give you lines, right? So if you go to 538 today, you can look at NBA lines for tonight, what they think lines should be, okay? They do this for other sports. But honestly, if you're going to use an outlet for soccer, I wouldn't use 538. I don't think they're accurate enough. I may go to a website like D Ratings, okay? The letter D and then ratings.com. That'll give you lines as well. Guys, there's plenty of resources out there available for the public, some free, some you have to pay for, but there's a lot of different ways to come up with a starting line. You don't have to have some fancy algorithm. You know, you don't have to have some data science degree. You just have to have access to a website. So search the, the internet. Let me know if you find any others that you think are really good. You know, reach out on Twitter. We are at Sharp Angle Pod. Uh, and let us know, you know, if, if there are any websites out there that you really like that give good starting lines. But here's the thing is if you use a website, you can't always guarantee it's going to be a starting line. But honestly, that's the best we can do right now in this world we live in, in this era. There's just not too many places where you can get a good starting line. But that's step number one. Come up with a starting line, whether it's through your own work, your own model, finding someone else's, come up with a starting line line okay and let's just keep using this i don't even know the next time the lakers and the nuggets play who who cares though let's just use this as our example for today okay so let's say lakers at the nuggets lakers are three point favorites for our starting line all right number two in our process here the second thing in our deep dive checklist is come up with every piece of information that may impact the game okay i call this my mitigating factors. Come up with every piece of information you can think of that may impact the game one way or another, right? Injuries, travel, uh, form. How is this team playing recently? The schedule. Do they have three games in four days? Weather is important here, right? Is it snowing? Is it windy? And then regression or progression of players. Have some players gotten worse or better in the last week, month, year? And then lastly, obviously, this season, we'd look at COVID factors, things like that. But my point is, once you have your starting line, which is number one, you want to go to number two, every piece of information, every mitigating factor that you can think will impact the game. And then we move on. Then we move on, excuse me, to number three. Number three is quantify all of your mitigating factors that you just came up with. So if you think that uh, travel 
is going to be an issue because let's say in this situation, well, maybe it's a travel slash scheduling thing, right? Let's say maybe the Lakers have already played three games in a row on the road and they played last night in Utah, right? Altitude to altitude. That's a tough trip to make. Well, let's say you what you're going to want to do is quantify those things, right? So if I think, and we're, we're going to get to how this is done, but if I think that travel and that scheduling uh, blunder by the league, whatever, playing in Utah, playing in Denver, if that is worth one point, then I would adjust the line from Lakers minus three to Lakers minus two, right? But what if, uh, in terms of progression, Kyle Kuzma has had a tremendous last month and um, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope is shooting 75% from threes the last four games, right? We may say, oh, well, because of Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Kyle Kuzma, both playing so well lately, we're going to bump up the Lakers a half of a point. We think those two guys' recent recent playing, we can bump it up a half point, right? So we've now moved the line from minus three to minus two for the travel and scheduling, but we're going to move it back from two to two and a half because of the Lakers' A couple players, Kuzma and Catavius Caldwell Pope, right? So you see here, what we're doing is we're taking our starting line and we're simply adjusting that starting line based on these mitigating factors. Now, the key and the hardest part in all of handicapping is finding out what do these mitigating factors equal, right? We mentioned the scheduling thing in, in this hypothetical situation where the Lakers play three games in a row on the road, they just played in Utah, and now they have a back-to-back in Denver, Right. Is that worth a point? Is that worth two points? Is that worth four points? Is that worth a half a point? So finding out how much these mitigating factors are worth is really the main piece in any handicapping equation. It's not enough just to say this team has injuries. You have to say the injuries are worth this amount of points so you're accurately adjusting your starting line. Now, this is done a couple different ways. First of all, you have to have, if you're using math, which I prefer, you have to have historical data, right? It's easy to say, okay, let's see how every other NBA team who's had three road games and played in Utah and Denver back-to-back nights have done. Have they underperformed against the spread? Have they overperformed against the spread? Is it 50-50? Does it not matter? Am I overestimating this, right? So historical data can tell you a lot if you are overestimating or overvaluing something or if you're on the right path. But historical data only gets you so far, right? Now, there's different kinds of math that you can do with this data. A lot of, it's funny, I'm seeing now on Twitter, everyone these days is talking about regressions. I think it's just because it's a fancy word. Ah, I'm running a regression, regression. It's a regression model. All regression means is it's finding relationships between two or more factors, and then it'll put it in a scatter plot for you. The regressions are, are pretty easy formulas, right? But it's funny now on Twitter, oh, regression, I, I'm running a statistical regression. It's like, okay, okay, buddy, you're using big words. Um, but that's really all the regressions are, right? There's a lot of different ways you can use math to incorporate historical data. And there, look, I encourage you guys to go online and research this yourself. You know, I mean, we could do potentially a show coming up sometime where we go through and talk about math and it would be boring, but it would be, okay, now we're going to take this number squared and divide that by the answer, all that stuff, right? We could do that, but I recommend going online. You can find a lot of different resources, a lot of different outlets for building some sort of a, uh, you know, some sort of tool to see how much these things are worth. And I'll tell you guys right now, I believe in math. I think that if you, if you, if you think you're just going to use your sports knowledge, look at the schedule, look at a couple factors and then make the bet, that's crazy. You have to use math in this, right? 
I mean, I believe it's crucial. And look, there are several different outlets online, whether it's Reddit blogs or other kind of blogs or just articles. You can find a lot of ways to come up with some sort of starting, you know, beginner formula to, to track these things. I mean, I said this uh, earlier this week on, on the podcast. It's now 2021. I started my very first kind of model for sports betting back in 2012, and I used the base of an uh it was a uh, 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 an insurance company it was a public insurance company math equation that determined risk it's sort of like how they decide they're going to charge more for you know males who are 22 uh, rather than females who are 22 you know that's a real thing and the reason that exists is because of actuaries and and people doing a lot of work on the back end for insurance companies things like that so my very the base of my model that i use is actually an insurance model right so there's a lot of ways to go about coming up with first of all lines but second of all mitigating factors how much do these things matter in this game and honestly the last thing here with mitigating factors and quantifying them this is going to sound weird but there's a small part of this that is intuition you know, there's a small part of this where my math will tell me this is worth a half point and I'm, I'm sitting here at my computer going, I disagree, computer. I think it's worth closer to a point, you know? Now, always lean towards the math. You never want to yell at your computer, yell at the numbers, but intuition means something. It would be ludicrous to ignore that fact in sports betting. Intuition is important, you know, and new factors, things like that. Let's say the math historically says, and historical data says, the Tennessee Titans are historically bad playing in Florida when the weather's hot, right? Well, if you plug the numbers in, you're going to get, oh yeah, that's true. Look at it, look at the data. But what if that year the Tennessee Titans had half their roster who played college in Florida? Wouldn't that change things, right? And since there's no real way to incorporate that into a number, that comes down to intuition. Should that be worth something? Should it not be worth something? So that is actually important in sports betting. What does your intuition say? Uh, let's move on to number four. Incorporate the numbers for the mitigating factors and adjust the line. So we kind of talked about that already, right? Uh, we, we may have skipped ahead a little bit, but number four is once you have your mitigating factors and you know how much all of them are worth, right? Travel's worth a point. Uh, uh, these players playing well are worth half point, whatever. Then you take all of those little points and half points and add it together. And at that point, you will have your final line, right? Number five. So that gets us to number five, where number five is if we find that our final number, right? Our starting number, and then you do the math after the mitigations, then we have our final number. Okay. If we find that our final number is different than the market, that now creates a red flag for us to do more homework. Okay. If in this scenario we're using today, the Lakers, after all the mitigation and everything, end up being a two and a half point favorite. And we open up our computer and we go to our sports book and we see that the market has the Lakers minus four and we have them minus two and a half. We're saying, wow, that's a point and a half difference. Why is the market saying the Lakers should be four when I think the Lakers should be two and a half, right? So that's why, again, number five, if the markets differ, find out why. This is so important. If the Lakers are minus four, we have to know why the market thinks they should be four and why we think they should be two and a half. Is it because, 
of the LeBron James tax? Is it because they're not incorporating the travel from Utah to Denver as important? Is it because the Denver Nuggets are lower rated in their power ratings than we had them? So to start off with, they had a higher number, right? Find out why. And if you can do that, because you should never make a bet unless all of these Unless you check all these boxes, right? Unless you check every box I've talked about today, come up with a starting line, come up with mitigating factors, quantify those mitigating factors, incorporate those numbers and mitigating factors against the line and adjust the line, right? If you do all of those things and you still come across the market and they have a different line than you do, but you don't know why the line is different, you still don't make the bet. We only make bets when we can explain why the market disagrees with us, okay? And that's that's the important thing. If we know why our sports book is charging minus four for the Lakers, and we think they should be two and a half, and we have all the reasons down, and we know why the market did that. The market always charges up for LeBron, and the market never downplays Utah to Denver back-to-back, and right? Things like that. If we know why, and we still think our line is quote-unquote better or more accurate, then and only then do we make the bet because then and only then, by definition, do we have value. And you never make a bet unless you have value. That's why in blackjack, the rules are constructed to where every single hand, the house has about a half of a percent edge. Why? Because they're guaranteeing they always have the value. You could win 50 grand or lose 50 grand at a blackjack table. The next hand you get dealt, the house will have the value edge. That's what we're trying to do. We want every one of our sports bets to have some sort of value edge against the market. So I know deep dives, I know this takes a long time. And I understand it can be a pain in the ass. And a lot of you guys don't want to put in the work. But this is what sports betting is. If you want to win long term, you're going to have to put in the work. I mean, I feel like I've never done more work in my life, right? So again, the five deep dive, my checklist here, my deep dive checklist. Number one, come up with a starting line. Number two, find out what every piece of information that may impact the game is. Number three, Quantify all of those pieces of information. How much are they worth? Number four, incorporate those numbers into the starting line and adjust the line. And number five, see if your line is different than the market. If so, find out why. And if you still think you're on the right path and the market's incorrect, then and only then do you make a bet. All right, guys, thanks for listening today. Good luck with whatever you have today, tomorrow. We will talk to you tomorrow. Keep in mind, early Saturday morning, our Saturday quick picks. We'll talk to you then on The Sharp Angle.